Hello and welcome to the Camping Crew Podcast with Chris and Aaron. Hi everybody and welcome to episode 28 of the Camping Crew Podcast with yours truly. I'm Aaron Burchill. And I'm Chris Byrne. This is meant to be a fun podcast. We're just enthusiasts and what we discuss on the podcast are just our own personal views and we cover some topics that you've asked us to look into. We always kick off with follow-ups and some news. So Chris, what have we got to start with? Yeah, I came across an interesting article in uh, the Clare Echo during the week. The headline was Clare Behind the Curve in Catering for Camper Vans. I'll read some of the article out and um, we'll have a, a quick run over it there. So it starts off with uh, saying Clare is not designed for camper vans and suitable locations need to be found to accommodate such visitors. Members of the West Clare Municipal District have said councillors Ian Lynch, Independent and Killian Murphy-Fina Fall both table motions relating to overnight camping, caravans and camper vans to the Municipal District September meeting. Lynch asked for bylaws to be developed to regulate and control the influx of temporary overnight visitors um, and to identify safe and suitable locations for them to reside at. Murphy requested a feasibility study on the number of sites for overnight rental on a 24-hour basis and uh, using existing public car parking facilities. There is merit in improving increasing the provision of these tourism services tailored to demand and appropriate regulation, Leonard Cleary acknowledged in reply. The Director of Rural Development confirmed the County Council would develop a proposal for a feasibility study to address this tourism need and associated issues acquiring bylaws. Now, uh, they go on to talk a little bit more about that, but further down in the article, um, Councillor Murphy uh, had a really good point to make. He says, I'm a firm believer in two concepts. Firstly, build it and they will come. And secondly, use what we have where we have it. He said, we have many public car parks owned and managed by Clare County Council. They are ideally located to serve as an overnight motorhome parking facility. Many of them are in extremely scenic locations like the Bridges of Ross with its dark skies and would be highly desirable overnight stops offering a very special Wild Atlantic Way West Clare experience. It will create an opportunity for Clare County Council to earn revenue from what otherwise would be dead space. Up around the Bridges of Ross and up around Loop Head in County Clare, where we went this year on our holidays, would be fantastic places to have overnight stops. Yeah, and I think, you know, they could apply that logic to every county across Ireland. How many spaces are there that are just sitting there unused could be set up as um, lovely, quite locations for overnight motorhome parking. And, you know, you provide uh, section spaces and even a small charge or electric hookup and um you could be bringing a lot of revenue into areas that, as Councillor Murphy said, are just dead spaces. My fear there is that they look into the bylaws first banning motorhomes and overnight <laughs> parking and don't take it any further. So hopefully they'll either do it the other way around and then amend parking bylaws to suit and and point us towards the parking spaces that are available. So we'll watch this space. Yeah, and if they're looking at it as a, as a way to keep motorhomes, uh, motorhomes out of towns, that will never happen because people will always want to go where the mm. restaurants and bars and shopping are. So, you know, I think it's, it's a good idea for council to provide spaces, you know, on the outskirts or near kind of town centres as well. Right, well, we'll keep an eye on the ClareEcho.ie for that. The subject of the byline there is Clare behind the curve in catering for camper vans. If you want to log on and check it out, and well done to your aforementioned councillors. Uh, keep up the good work. 
Yeah, and it's highlight. It's great that they're highlighting, you know, that there is a need out there, you know. So we move on to the follow-ups. Um, Craig Breakley, who sent us a message in a recent podcast, he sent on some pictures recently of his van with our stickers on it. So we tweeted them out actually um, not so long ago if you want to have a look uh, at Craig's van. It's a gorgeous van he has. We also received an email this week from Marie Loftus. Marie says, great podcast. And she asked, do you guys have a Facebook page? So I replied to Marie just saying, at this point, we don't have a Facebook page, but we are active in most of the Irish motorhome and camping groups. I said we're also on Twitter and have a section at motorhomecrack.com and motorhomeirland.com and, and on our website. So if anybody wants to get in touch with us, there's plenty of options there for you. Yeah, and of course, we'll give you our direct contact details in a couple of minutes. Uh, in the last episode, we spoke about winter storage and getting your camper van and your caravan and your motorhome ready for winter storage. And I spoke to Bernard from Green Meadow Caravan Storage in Red Cross in County Wicklow today. They're at greenmeadowscaravanstorage.ie. And I started off by asking Bernard, with the campsites closing, this must be the beginning of his season and it must be getting busy. And here's what he had to say. I suppose the nature of our caravan storage yard, it's, it's, it's rolling 12 months of the year. So, yeah, definitely come September is probably one of our busiest times because a lot of seasonal pictures uh, of caravans or motorhomes are coming back into the storage for the winter. We're rolling 12 months of the year, so we have a lot of caravan caravanners in our storage yard that go out for a few days or a week come back, go out again in a couple of weeks. So it's, it's it's in and out the whole time, you know. Well, I've got a couple of questions that our listeners want to know, so I'll hit you with a few of these and you might be able to help us out. Is there a difference between winterising a motorhome and a caravan? The principles are the same, Aaron, really. Um, obviously, with a motorhome, you've got the whole engine and mechanical side of it. Mm-hmm. Probably once a year, we would recommend that you, you get that checked out by a a proper mechanic, qualified mechanic. The habitational areas would be the same, so you would be you would be doing your water drain downs, you would be disconnecting your gas, you would be isolating your leisure battery. You would be doing if you're suspicious or maybe not suspicious, I, I would do it's always a good exercise coming in, whether it's a, a caravan or a motorhome, is to do a, a, a damp check on the inside of the caravan or motorhome. because uh, you could be suspicious of a little weak uh, sorry, a little leak, um, and it's 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 a big offender in the industry. Uh, caravan leaks. And yeah, you could check these readings with a moisture meter at the beginning of the, the winter storage season, and then you could um, check them again, sort of towards the end. And you could, you know, you can see if there's any difference in readings then to see if you were suspicious about a leak. Has it got any worse? But the principles are the same. You you would you would just do your your same. Ch- your same checks you would um just make sure your awning is dry before you fold it in same principle on a, on a camper van as a caravan you would the same with winter winter covers so if you're storing outside um we we recommend a lot a lot of people are afraid or a little bit scared in the industry of winter covers um yeah i've heard that it makes the van or the caravan sweat and and that is true when you're using the the incorrect cover so We'd recommend using a four-ply breathable membrane cover. You will pay extra for it. You will pay more for a, a better cover. Four-ply breathable membrane cover covering the caravan will keep out the elements, the wind, the wet definitely is the big one, and the snow as well. If you're covering your caravan down with a winter cover, you still have to go through the procedures of making sure your, your fresh air vents are exposed inside the caravan or the camper van. 
and that you know your presses are open and you've got a nice airflow going on inside as well and what about dehumidifiers are they recommended definitely because as you're as you're allowing the fresh air to flow through the vents in the caravan to keep everything fresh inside being in ireland you are going to get moisty air so Mm. that's where the moisture absorbers uh, your moisture traps will will catch that uh, moisture air passing through the caravan. So are you saying even if you're parked inside, indoors, in a shed, secured, there's still no harm in using a dehumidifier and still leave, like we say, your skylights open to have a bit of airflow? Well, I wouldn't. I, I'd, I'd refrain from leaving the skylights open. I would, if you're if you're inside, for instance, I, I would still use the, um, the moisture traps, certainly, okay. definitely, because you will get... Even in the best intended storage indoor sheds, you, w- you will get moisture going around there. It, it is, it's good practice to use a moisture absorber. So when you're saying not to leave the skylights open, do we leave our windows cracked open? What are we using for the fresh airflow if all windows are closed? Well, nearly all caravans definitely uh, and camper vans have what's called um, their, their floor vents. They're actually gas dispersal holes, really. Yes. A, lot, a lot of people sort of, I suppose, you look down and say that, a fresh air vent but they're actually lpg gas dispersal holes yes but they do double up as fresh air vents okay and um when you have a couple of them exposed you have a good flow of fresh air coming through let's get back to the covers again do you only use covers outdoor or do you throw covers over some of your indoor storage units um we we only use them outside uh, some of our customers that store inside do they do they, they still go ahead and put the winter covers on them Okay. Uh, no issues. Uh, I'm wondering, is that more of a to keep dust off, more dust. of a cleansiness thing than a than a secure than a, a winter protection thing? That's it. Um, like some of our real, I suppose, real real hardcore uh, caravanners and, and camper van users here, they'd spend maybe they'd spend a full day uh, waxing and polishing the caravan, and then they pop the cover on it then and, <laughs> and then put it inside. If you can put a good wax or a polish on the bodywork before you put the winter cover yeah. on. It's a really, really good protector. Right, let's talk about Green Meadow Farm Caravan Storage. Now, it's called Caravan Storage, but you take in motorhomes, and you were even saying on your website that when you have room, there's room for boats and stuff oh, like that as well. Yeah, uh, small mar- small marina boats. Um, the bulk of the storage yard here is caravans. That's, okay. that's the That seems to be the bulk of the industry as well. Just caravans are... I'd probably put it at a ratio of 25 to 1 for caravans. To, wow, to, to motorhomes. I think the majority of people, from what I've seen, would rather indoor storage than outdoor storage. Yeah, um, indoor storage definitely is, is more preferable for people. Um, I suppose we're, we, we, we started the business in 2003, so we're 16 years in now. Um, now, the bulk of our storage is outdoor storage. Our, okay. We, we probably, it would be, I'd imagine, less than a quarter of our, our stuff is stored indoors. We got ourselves authorised with our local authority back in 2010 um, for the activity of storing caravans. We really wanted to sort of put ourselves out there, create a website, advertise out there. And I suppose it was a grey area at the time. We didn't know, are we supposed to have planning, for, planning permission for this or are we not? So we got involved with the local authority. And in fact, we did need to have planning permission. The indoor side of things is a little bit harder for us because the, obviously the rates would be much, much higher for, for, for us to run. And it's the, the cost of setting up the indoor storage as well. So just yes. from a business point of view, 
it's more feasible for us for to have outdoor caravan storage. And we looked, when we were setting this up as well, we did look to the, I suppose, the mothership of the caravan industry is over in the UK. And we looked to what storage sites were doing, what they were doing over there at the time. And majority of storage sites are all outdoor and it's all for the same reasons over in the UK as well. It's 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 rates. It's, it's rates and costs. Once you have a roof, you're talking more money. But then your caravans are built for outside. Um, and if you look after them in the right fashion, they'll... they'll you can have a, a very, very good trouble-free caravan for yeah. for a decade, two decades in quite a lot of cases. Okay, so in your storage yard, can people come and go? You were saying, especially during the summer, it would be an awful lot easier to access. But when they're parked, are they like parked in such a way that if you're at the back line, you make sure you're not getting out until March or the beginning of the season? So can people come and go as they please? Yeah, definitely. We do recommend, we say to our customers, you know, just visit your caravan every six to eight weeks we, we sort of have the the caravan the caravan yard uh, broken into a summer and a winter season so the summer okay. season runs from the week before saint patrick's weekends our opening hours from that time right the way to the halloween kind of halloween weekend first of november is 8 a.m to 8 p.m the out season so from the beginning of november right right round to the mid-march we sort of we relaxed the opening hours a bit. We're, we're kind of going then from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. So still a good window to come come visit. What about insurance? We mentioned it earlier on about leaving windows cracked open. Um, am I parking my motorhome under my insurance or is it covered as well as under your insurance? We've got our own storage yard insurance here. Um, so we're insured for, I suppose, negligence, damaging people's caravans, if we're moving, yeah. fire, all that kind of stuff. Because obviously we've, all the caravans and camper vans in the yard, we don't own them. Uh, our insurance company does recommend we that we suggest to customers that they have their own insurance as well. It's just to also, cover that grey area, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But we are, we're fully insured. We're a fully insured caravan storage facility. Right, before we get on to, to rough costs, uh, what facilities are available, for example, like, okay, I can go indoor or outdoor. Can I have electric hookup? Well, yeah, there is electric hookup in the yard. A lot of our camper van customers do avail of this uh, for trickle, trickle charging mm-hmm. uh, leisure and the engine battery in particular in camper vans. We also have a jump kit here in the, in the yard. We have fresh water there on site. We have uh, compressed air as well. What uh, other services do you offer, Bernard? Because I notice on your website you will even wash my camper or my caravan if necessary, if, if required. We Yeah, we do. We wash and shampoo the exteriors. The exteriors of the caravans and camper vans for for our customers as well if they needed it. Other facilities then uh, in 2017 we we set up our caravan servicing uh, workshop. We, we went over to the UK, uh, we done a little bit of caravan and motorhome servicing training in the UK with the MCEA, the Caravan Engineers Association. We, we we run a we run a a Monday to Friday uh, caravan service caravan and motorhome service and workshop where we can service your caravan or motorhome add-ons. We can install things like um, air conditioning units, um, solar, solar TV uh, systems, t- TV systems, second uh, leisure batteries, second leisure batteries, motor mover kits, and probably one of the latest ones now is the Sweepavec. It's basically a 
an internal hoovering system. Right, yeah. give, give us your contact details. So obviously they can get you to the, give us the website and give us a phone number if you use one or what email account do people use? Yeah, so our website is www.greenmeadowcaravanstorage.ie Our email is info at greenmeadowfarm.ie Mobile number of 087-615-9482 And you can contact us. We have a Facebook page there as well. Right, let's just, I want to wrap this up because I know you have a busy day ahead of you. Let's get on, just roughly on costs. So caravans first, our outdoor yearly price is €440 plus 13.5% VAT. Our indoor indoor yearly cost for caravans is €550 plus VAT. And then moving over to twin axle caravans and motorhomes, so we we price them the same. Mm -hmm. Um, Outdoor for the year for twin axle caravans and motorhomes is 500 euro plus fat uh, per year and indoor is 600 euro plus fat. Uh, I need to go and talk to the chap where I'm paying storage because I'll tell you now it's an awful lot more than that. Bernard, thank you very much for your time and indeed if we've any more questions from listeners of the podcast we will be getting in touch with you again. So it's Green Meadow Farm Caravan Storage is the website. Check it out and thank you for your time chatting to us on the Camping Crew podcast today. Thanks very much for having me, Aaron. So interesting there that they offer little strings or little bows to make a few bob as well by washing camper vans and washing the caravans. And of course, they have um, a full service area there as well. So we wish them the best of luck and thank Bernard for uh, giving us the chance to chat to him today. Yeah, it's great. I'd imagine a lot of motorhome, uh, motorhome owners uh, might struggle to find somewhere to park their vans, you know, when, when they're at home as well. So having facilities like that uh, available to keep the motorhomes off maybe narrow streets or, or places where, where where people just can't park them really is a great facility. Uh, I'm living in Tremor and um, I have the camper van parked at the side of our house. But, you know, I, I'd really love to be able to store the motorhome somewhere indoors just for the, um, the the few winter months there. So a little shout out if anybody knows anywhere in Tremor that could provide some secure indoor storage, I'd love to hear about it. And again, we'll give you the contact details in just a couple of minutes. So Aaron, you're going to um, take us through a campsite review there about Balnacorti House in the Glen of Harlow. Yes, campsitereview.com is our sister website where you can log on to the forum and review products or campsites or anything at all. Just log on campsitereview.com, click on the forum and have a look and Mr Blue is a new very very active member to the forum and I thank him very much for this and he paid a visit to Ballinacorty House in the Glen of Arlo. Now Charlie and me were there during the summer and you could check that out on Charlie and me our camping vlog it was our first time there but Mr Blue went on to say that third visit to Ballinacorty House this year always a favourite with us firstly as it's little over an hour from the home and it also offers all we could wish for on a campsite that's high praise. It's got scenery. It's well managed. It's excellent staff, good clean facilities, large emplacements, both shaded and open areas. There's a restaurant on site. Tennis courts are also available and it's peaceful. And for us, and the important thing for us, there are plenty of walks nearby. The August 2019 prices, a van, two people with electric hookup, €27 per night. And another plus for us is checkout time seems to be fairly relaxed and it still remains one of our favourites and we look forward to visiting there in 2020. Now, as I say, I was there in July, June, July of this year for the first time and it is 
a beautiful, beautiful campsite. Regarding the on-site restaurant, you have to make a booking beforehand. It's very busy with the locals. So that's Ballinacorty House in the Glen of Arherlow. If I remember correctly, watching your Charlie Me video, you struggled a bit with that name, didn't you, as well? <coughs> I, 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 I might have called it Ballinacorty, Ballinacourtney. Yeah, we struggled with it. That was the first video that we actually did outtakes on. <laughs> I tell you, there was enough from that There's one plenty, video. Uh, it is a really good family-friendly site, uh, from what I read as well. And if you're after somewhere a little bit quieter, you know, you could look at the Glen of Harlow. And, but I definitely uh, recommend it for families. Yes, definitely. There's lots to do there. And we were lucky to get the weather. And they have this 18th century garden, which is absolutely beautiful. So thanks to Mr. Blue. And again, it's campsitereview.com. You can join the forum for free and review your campsite, stopovers, products, anything you want to. Yeah, I sent out a tweet, actually, Aaron, on Sunday. And the tweet read, I don't know why it took me so long to discover George Clark's amazing spaces. Some amazing ideas here for anyone could considering a self-build. I hadn't discovered that program before. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the rest of the listeners ha- have watched every single one of them, but all eight seasons of those are up on uh, all four. And um, if you're going to build your own motorhome or do a self-build, there's some fantastic storage ideas and and, and really great ideas and clever tips and tricks. Like it, It's not purely focused around camper vans, but they do actually cover lots of camper vans in it, you know. One of them that I saw recently, and first of all, I can't believe what rock have you been hiding under but a chap actually converted a hearse into a motorhome I saw that that was one of the ones I watched over the weekend yeah it was purple I believe with orange yeah. trim on it but uh, yeah. yeah it was a, a sight to behold alright so yeah it's it's worth watching it's it's going to be running for a while George Clark's Amazing Spaces and it's on Channel 4 and there's a thousand listeners saying Chris where have you been hiding <laughs> Well, that's my tip for the week anyway. Check out George Clark's Amazing Spaces on all four. And that app is free as well, so they're all available free charge. And you can re- you can watch them here in Ireland as well. Now, Craig, who was onto us earlier on asking about things, oh, he had the stickers on his van. You were saying that he got back onto us again. That's right, yeah, yeah. Uh, I asked him, had he any suggestions? Is there anything he'd like us to cover on the podcast? And he said, have you guys talked about motorhome security? He says, I have a stop steering wheel lock, a clutch claw, and I have just ordered a Fiam a safe door lock for the habitation door. Um, he says, not sure about the trackers on the market. Reports I've read say the T's know where to find the trackers and remove them. Also, they've hand-tailed blockers to stop the signals. Now, he did say, I do think if the professional thieves, if they want your motorhome, they'll take it. You won't be able to stop them. It might put off or stop any opportunist thief, or at least, um, Craig says, it might slow them down. Based on that, you've come up with a list of uh, basically fairly easy things to remember and really a bit of common sense regarding security of the motorhome and your campervan and caravan. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The first one I, I, I put in on the list there was park only in secure locations. So whether that's you're camping or you're just parked up, gone shopping or got, getting something to eat for an afternoon, always park somewhere secure. If you're parked with other motorhomers, um, campers, you know, say hello to them. You know, um, they're more likely to keep a look out, keep an eye out on your van and um if you're after being friendly and say hello and likewise keep an eye out for your neighbours vans as well if, if you see strange activity don't just assume somebody else is going to do something report it you know and if you're heading out on your bikes just for a walk if you're only heading downtown if you're only taking a walk around a campsite 
lock and secure all doors when you're heading away from your motorhome, your caravan or your campervan. Driver's door. Check the passenger door. And remember to check your boot door as well, because most of the campervans, that can lead to under your bed. And again, if you're down a laneway or if you're in a secluded area, a thief can just prop open that door, push up your bed and get into your motorhome. So lock and secure all doors. Yeah, and to, to follow on from that, don't leave any valuables in plain sight. Don't leave them where it can be seen. If there's something really important to you, don't even leave it in your van. Take it with you. And of course, on that, if you don't need it, leave it at home. If you're not going to be using the laptop, if you're not going to be using your tablet, if you're not going to be using that fabulous guitar that you got at Christmas, don't bring it. It's taking up room and it's safer at home. Consider um, additional secure equipment such as trackers. Uh, trackers are, are a good idea. You know, I wouldn't imagine many of the thieves in Ireland are, are carrying around blockers, but you never know. No, I think with the trackers, it's it's the opportunist that, that we're talking about. As they say earlier on, if a professional is coming out to steal a particular motorhome to order, he's going to have all the gear for blocking them. So trackers are a good thing. And of course, additional locks like the aforementioned Fiamma lock, you can get all different types and they're inexpensive. Yeah, um, it's always a good idea to have an alarm and an immobilizer as well. The steering wheel locks or wheel clamps, uh, again, useful um, things to have. Again, it's just more of a deterrent, really, I suppose. And can we remind you, this is not just for when you're camping. Remember, they can steal the camper van from your drive or from wherever you happen to have it parked or stored. So just be careful. Keep your head on your shoulders and just make sure you secure everything, put away things and lock everything before you leave. Yeah, at the end of the day, when you're going camping, go and have fun, enjoy it. Um, Just as you said, they're common sense uh, tips we have there. If you apply them, you know, you should be grand, but... um, you know, we, we don't want to scare anybody. Just go and have fun. Enjoy our camping. And if you have any tips for security, maybe there's something you have that we've never thought about. For example, a friend of mine was actually in Spain on holidays and he woke up to find a chap in the camper van who had got in through the driver's door. Now, whether it was locked or not, I don't know. But now Killian actually uses a ratchet strap to strap the passenger door and driver's door closed while they're in bed. Now, I don't agree with that. I like to have options to get out in case there's any trouble, like if a fire breaks out or anything like that. But he said to me, look, you're not the one who woke up and saw the guy and my three children in the camper and this guy walking around. But if you have some way of securing that we haven't mentioned, we'd love to hear from you. And in fact, Chris is going to give you the contact details that you can get in touch. Yes, yeah. You can email us at campingcrewpodcast at gmail.com or you can um, get us on Twitter at The Camping Crew. We're also, as we said earlier, available on Facebook. You can reach out to us. We're active in most of the groups. Feel free to drop Aaron or myself a message and you can message us as well on Motorhome Crack and Motorhome Ireland and Boers Lots of places. I'm sure if you do a quick search, you'll find us easily enough. Yeah, we'd love to hear if your ideas that if there's anything you want us to cover on the podcast, we'd love to hear your reviews on pro- products or campsite or any news that you think that we'd be interested in broadcasting on the Camping Crew podcast. And of course, Charlie and me, our camping vlog, which is almost one year old, go onto YouTube and search Charlie and me, our camping vlog. And then our sister website is campsitereview.com that we mentioned earlier on. Just log on there, log on to the forum. It's free and you can review products or campsites. You can agree or disagree with some of the reviews that are there already. So that's campsitereview.com.
Yeah, and if you have any camping products that you um, that you produce or, or sell, and you'd like us to do a test or review, let us know. Um, we hope to do uh, a bit more of those during the winter months, and you know, early on, I suppose, come January or December, we'll be planning the campsites that we're going to visit for the following year. So, if you're a campsite owner and you want us to visit your campsite early next year, drop us a message as well, and we'd we'd love to um, explore some new campsites to have that we haven't been to before. So that's it. Episode- Episode 28 of the Camping Crew podcast has been brought to you by yours truly. I'm Aaron Burchell. And I'm Chris Byrne. Don't forget to tell your camping friends all about us. And stay safe while camping. We'll talk to you again very, very soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, that's it for another podcast from the Camping Crew. Thanks for listening and do join us again very soon. Safe camping. <laughs>